0: You can tell because I was singing the theme song of our podcast (laughs) and that's the most charming thing you can do I hear yeah that's that's just oh but I should be in public and try to uh, loudly try to embarrass you as much as possible
1: yes just like as loudly as possible in public and make a really intense eye contact that's how you know they're into you
0: you know what I always say if you can't handle me at my Jack Black you don't deserve me at my Jude Law (laughs)
1: That is what your tattoo says.
0: (laughs) Welcome everyone to a very festive episode of I Love This, You Should Too. My name is Indy Randala and with me is my lovely and cheerful co-host Samantha Cream Turtleneck Randala.
1: That's me.
0: There were cream turtlenecks in it, right?
1: Um. Yeah. I'm yes, sure. there was. Yeah. Diaz wears some. I think it was white, but yeah.
0: That's she loves those turtlenecks, Nancy Myers.
1: Yeah, that's that's how you know it's a Nancy Myers movie. It really is. Someone's wearing a cream turtleneck.
0: Well, I guess we've kind of given it away already what we're doing today. But why don't you let everyone know,
1: Sam? Uh, we watched 2006's holiday romantic comedy, The Holiday. <laughs> Now we're gonna talk about how wonderful Andy thought it was.
0: But what, why did we watch
1: it? Um, because I enjoyed it when it came out.
0: Oh, a caveat already. Yeah. Well, we usually start with, what do you think now? Did it hold up? No. No. No.
1: It was like really annoying and like it felt like work. It Which, did feel a like work. Romantic comedy shouldn't feel like work.
0: You know what else a romantic comedy shouldn't be? What? Over two hours long.
1: True. Very true. I don't know. It didn't do it for me this time.
0: Oh, are you... Is it because you're losing your Christmas spirit?
1: No. I think I have lots of Christmas spirit.
0: Is it because you don't like it when characters constantly tell you who they are?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh I found this movie too simple and kind of insultingly like forthcoming with information
0: whoa who are you <laughs> me
1: hi i'm indy <laughs> <laughs>
0: well i loved it sometimes i just want to turn off my brain and watch some pretty people and jack black
1: no you're being samantha
0: <laughs> no uh, unfortunately i have to also be indy I not shockingly perhaps to you no. did not love this one. It was at first though, I thought I did. Do you remember how halfway through the movie I was loving it? Yes. Because you for the first step <laughs> for the first half of the movie, I thought it was a joke. Right. Because this movie does point out cliches of romantic comedies and because you have people working in the film industry it sometimes seems like they are making a satire of saying you know how typical romantic comedies yeah. are we're doing something different here and we're pointing those things out and so it wasn't until about an hour and a half in that i was finally convinced that this is not satire no, it's just not good.
1: it's just an unaware yeah. A romantic comedy, <laughs> but
0: every now and then there would be something that would make me think that again.
1: Yeah, I feel like they tried to make it a like romantic comedy that's very aware of itself and like you know is making fun of other romantic comedies. And then Jack Black would scream movie scores in the middle of a movie theater or a movie star.
0: This movie kind of became that which it was making fun of. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it wasn't making fun of anything and I was giving it too much credit. Maybe. Because this movie did take us a while to get through. It did. It took us all week, but only for two watchings. Two
1: watchings, yeah.
0: But it's been a while since we started. And I remember halfway through, I was talking to a friend of mine who watches this movie every year. Oh. And I was only halfway through and I was like, it's a joke though, right? And she was like, (laughs) you are giving this movie way too much credit. And I was pointing at all these things. And I'm like, that's clever satire. She's like, it's not as smart as you think it is. Just who,
1: who are you talking to? Cat at work. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I really... Who also thinks it's
0: terrible, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she watches it every year? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I really wanted this to be good. Because I remember enjoying it when I first saw it, probably in 2006. And um, I just really wanted this movie to hold up and it did not
0: i really wanted to like this movie because i don't like it when on this show i'm like i'm the guy i don't like the romantic (laughs) comedies i want to talk about scorsese or something Mm -hmm. but i love romantic comedies i just think like with everything most of them are bad yeah there are good ones out there i don't think this is one of them
1: no i was really hoping that this could be like a fun christmas movie that we would watch every year. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, "Oh, it's such a nice romantic story." But uh yeah, this this is not that movie. And I'm a little sad about it.
0: Well, let's let's get into it. Let's <laughs> go through this movie. Yeah. And first off, right at the beginning, it's going to be a hard sell for me when you're asking me to take it seriously when this movie starts with Jack Black Literally winking at the camera, yeah, and be like, "Hey, I'm charming, right?" Yeah, wink, Andy. It's not that was supposed to be attractive yeah. to us as the audience, yeah. But a person winking at you—I don't know—has a has a man ever winked at you, and you're like, "Oh, interesting."
1: No, I feel like the only time it's not weird is if you're like. In on a joke together. Yes. And someone is like very clearly not getting it. You like do a little wink like this is dumb.
0: Hey, let's see your wink.
1: Wait. (laughs) You
0: can't see this, but you wink with your entire face.
1: I do. I cheer wink.
0: Can you just close one eye? (laughs) (laughs) The answer for you out there is no.
1: No. Can you
0: wink with your your mouth closed? Oh, my (laughs) God. I think you're going to have an aneurysm. That looked very painful. You shouldn't, shouldn't do that it again. It
1: took a lot of concentration to try and do that. Do you that. want to see something? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Indy is rapid fire winking at me with alternating eyes. But
0: I can just close my eyes independently of each other. Oh, you
1: can't.
0: <laughs> I can't do it. You know what's kind of fun to mess with people? What? I like to blink like this sometimes. Just like one a half second after the other. Oh my and god, People you look, look
1: like you're having a stroke. Yeah,
0: people are like, what just happened? And I'm yeah. like, nothing, why? And then it makes them think that there's something wrong. There.
1: <sighs> it looked like you malfunctioned there for a <laughs> bit. Exactly.
0: Well, this was a good diversion. Yeah. <laughs> are we done or should we go, yeah. oh, we didn't, we didn't start? We'll
1: see you next week, guys. Mm-hmm. Bye.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's starting with Kate Winslet's big monologue, which never happens again. Is no. there narration in this movie at any other point?
1: No. That's
0: a very strange choice to me, to have narration at one point and one point only. And she directly says that, like, this is something different, this thing that you are about to watch. Because in typical romance movies, it's all like this. But you know what? We're different. We're the others. We're the people that nobody loves. We're the people that aren't seen in movies. So you're like, oh, okay, this is going to be a very different
1: movie. Nope, just kidding. Same old. Um, And she's also omnipotent? Yeah. She somehow knows about everybody in this movie without like knowing them.
0: She's omnipotent, but in a way that's just a screenwriter. Because she also misleads you into thinking like, oh, Jude Law's always sleeping around. So we're misled on that character, and then it's a big shock for us later. (laughs) So that monologue is just cheating. It's its lazy screenwriting yeah. because it's telling you like, hey, this is what to expect. Just kidding. Gotcha. You can't do a gotcha when you just tell us something mm-hmm. and then reverse it in the end. That's not a surprise. That's no. not well-earned. If you just keep saying, I'll never fall in love with you and I'll never cry. And then they fall in love and cry. That's not a twist. No. That's just lazy writing.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it did... A lot of laying out exactly who everyone was in a really unfun way. Yeah. I don't mind a big exposition moment where you like actually learn about the characters and you like get a little bit of background, but I don't like it when they like hit you over the head with it for five minutes straight.
0: One of the first things we always talk about in writing a script back when I was a writer, was like, show, don't tell. And this movie is like, no, just tell them. Tell them what to think and when to think (laughs) it. And then trick them also. Also lie to them. Yeah. Not through innuendo or misunderstandings, but just directly tell them something. And then it turns out it's not true.
1: Yeah. Just like, yeah, just lie. Um, The beginning of this movie, immediately I was like, oh, no. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what did I do? Oh
1: no! I'm like really not looking forward to the rest of this. And then it got like a little bit better, but like I it
0: tricks you at the beginning to thinking it might be good. Yeah, I had hope for for yeah. quite a while, honestly.
1: It just I had that oh no moment, and I feel like it didn't get much better than that. Mm. And I uh, I am very disappointed in this movie movie. Very disappointed in you.
0: I did. On our, the second night of watching, I wasn't hiding my emotions no. as much. And I did say, fuck you movie at one point. I can't even remember what the line was. Oh, it was (laughs) that but you're from LA and I live in this quaint little village. We're worlds
1: apart. Yes. Jude Law has a speech where he literally says what most romantic comedies like give you in like visual cues.
0: (laughs) Which like it's usually the entirety of a plot. Yes. And he's just like, it's our plot too, but just in in case you missed it yeah. here's a little recap i, I like a movie that a cow <laughs> that recaps itself for you every 20 yeah. minutes or so
1: yeah just in case you fell asleep or you're a little slow you can like just listen up every 20 minutes and get like a recap of what you've already watched stupid
0: right at the beginning though it has one of my very favorite scenes when at a work christmas party uh, kate winslet's in love with her co-worker yeah and they say hey Iris is her name? Iris, yeah. Hey, Iris, pay attention to this. You're going to love this. They just call her out out of yeah. nowhere. So there's hundreds
1: of people there. It's yeah, huge. Yeah, it's a huge Christmas party. And they morning. say, hey,
0: you especially, pay attention to this. You know that guy you love? He's getting married and we're announcing it at the party. But yeah. we're singling you out so we can see your reaction. And then she's crushed.
1: Yeah, which I feel like in a workplace like that, like I'm sure everybody knows that they were a thing. Or at least, like,
0: well, at least her friend does because they were talking about it right there. And they're
1: talking about it like out loud at a party. So I feel like most people know. So calling her out like that is just like mean. Yeah. (laughs) It's like,
0: that was crazy.
1: Yeah. And she also cries uncontrollably, like, a lot. So I feel like she's done that at work, and everyone knows, like, where she sits on this, she's, like, relationship.
0: I think she's also terrible at her job, right? Yes,
1: yeah. She was finishing her work at the Christmas party. And it was
0: already due. And it yeah. Was- Her boss is like, hey, where is that? Like, oh, yeah, whoops. I'll get to it now.
1: Let me have a glass of champagne and then go finish it.
0: And she just like whips it off.
1: How do all of those people work in that office? Because there's like no room for all of them. I feel like I'm getting really nitpicky on little things. Yeah, there's so many bigger things. There's so many bigger things. I need to broaden my...
0: (laughs) So then there's a sad montage of her walking to the quaintest quaint that ever did quaint cottage in England. yeah. And she's just sobbing. And that's a Nancy Myers thing. That's a joke? Question mark?
1: I don't think it's a joke.
0: She likes to have extended... Crying. ...sobbing scenes. But it's over the top. I don't think... That's supposed to be funny, though, right?
1: I think so. I think so. Maybe not. I don't know.
0: (laughs) That's another question I have for lovers of this movie. It's a joke when she cries so much, right?
1: Yeah, it has you to get be. back to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let us know. I'm interested to know what someone who like loves this movie thinks.
0: And then we get introduced to Cameron Diaz's character and she again, I thought this was a joke at the beginning. So I thought she was an over the top depiction of how bad romantic comedies depict women. They're like, right. "Oh, you're the crazy one. You're hysterical all the time." and i thought it was making fun of that right but i don't think it is because she remains quite mentally unstable for yeah. the majority of the movie I, entirety of the movie
1: i think that's what nancy myers wanted i don't think i don't think she's a joke i think that's just like i want an just a funny character. i want an unhinged lady in my movie
0: okay that's that's disappointing it's weird cuz she writes these as well right nancy myers um I assume she writes pretty much everything she directs. All the romantic comedy type stuff.
1: Yeah, she wrote this and produced it and directed it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just find that a little disappointing that they're going back to the well of like, women be crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that like, it's women's fault that the men around them don't love them.
0: I don't know. I, I couldn't understand what to make of it because... She tells you right away, I can't cry. That's mm-hmm. my character trait. It's going to come back later. Watch for it. And yeah. Like, Thank you for telling me, Cameron. And then they say, like, you screw up every relationship every time. That's the thing you do. Yeah. And they lay it all out there for you. And she's acting insane. She's uh, ass- making these big assumptions and throwing things and, and punching. She yes. punches out this guy.
1: She physically assaults him but
0: then it turns out like oh yeah she's right though yeah which movies do a lot where the logic isn't there so it makes it seem like this is a crazy person but then they turn out to be right so you're okay they're good then
1: i guess yeah yeah i don't like this women be crazy like you said like whole line of the movie because it does make it seem like it's kate winslet and cameron diaz's fault that nobody loves them
0: well with kate winslet they lean into that too yeah they make her uh, overly emotional she's sobbing constantly in this movie which is difficult to watch yeah i don't know i guess i guess it's a joke but yeah these seem to be the things that i would expect a uh, i know it's Close to twenty years old now, but it's a more contemporary romantic comedy. Yes, especially something that has a, a woman at the helm. I would expect them to get past these things mm-hmm. of just women sobbing all the time or being uh, hy- hysterical like Cameron Diaz is, mm-hmm. but not not so much on this one. No. Uh, then she goes on this real wild rant with a. Uh, John Krasinski's in that scene. Yes. And I was like, oh, yeah, Jim.
1: For like four minutes. <laughs> she goes on this rant
0: about uh, how stress is sexist and how she wants to read a book and all she wants she is to, to read a book, not a magazine. eat carbs
1: without wanting to kill herself.
0: Yeah, because, you know, you have to make some diet jokes Diet too, culture, right? yeah. And then she forces herself to cry while Googling vacation spots. Yeah. And then just saying the word alone a whole bunch. Yes. And then she has a full conversation with Google. There's a five minute scene of her Googling and there isn't more than one second of silence at any of that. No, she just goes. She just talks yeah. to her computer and it seems to be a bit of a back and forth as well. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. And then also like how... Does she find this website? Cause the search, I can't remember exactly what the search was, but it was so generic. Holiday destinations. Vacation spots. Vacation spots. That's In right. It was uh it was so broad. And then all of a sudden she gets like home share, which she's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then she's like, can we meet tomorrow
0: oh yeah that's coming but first before that we had to go back to kate winslet Mm -hmm. and uh she tries to kill herself yes so just in case you were wondering if all the sobbing is for a joke then also her suicide was a joke Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i didn't like that that was a little too much nancy
0: and i'm someone who would uh, uh, appreciate a lot of dark comedy and i don't Mm -hmm. think that anything is out of bounds that you can't make a joke out of but what was the joke i don't
1: know that
0: she's been pining for this guy for three years and then he still doesn't know notice her and then she tries to kill herself that's the joke yeah i don't know it just seems like in a christmas romantic comedy maybe not as much suicide i don't know
1: yeah I feel like that's not a really Christmassy topic.
0: <laughs> I think again, I think it absolutely can be. Like, yeah. um, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. Great suicide bits in that one.
1: <laughs> no, this just uh, did not hit a topic as serious as that in a good way, and I feel like that should have been cut. A when, lot of
0: this should have been cut. When... This movie's so long. Oh, it's
1: so long. Um,
0: but then there's that uh, that chat Yes, yeah, so, because this home exchange website relies exclusively on uh, live
1: chat. Yes. And so the reason she doesn't kill herself is because her computer dings. <laughs> She's like, oh, wait, what? Oh, no, I guess I can live. <laughs> and so she goes and they chat back and forth. And about six messages in, they agree to swap houses. And um, tomorrow. Tomorrow.
0: Do you want to switch lives tomorrow? Like, yep.
1: That would be like an 18-hour flight from LA. Like It's wildly long to be like, yeah, I'll be there in 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: and this movie happened too many years after You've Got Mail for all of the chat to just be them reading it out loud and watching them type in real time. Yeah. This movie needs an editor. Uh, The irony of one of the main characters being an expert at giving you trailers, quick little things that convey a lot of information, like a trailer in this movie that just every shot I was like, cut. Okay. Cut, cut now. Why aren't you cutting? It just let everything go for so long. Everything
1: could have been 30 seconds shorter. And this movie would have been like half as long then.
0: So they ex- agreed to exchange lives, and they continue to play Kate Winslet as like some unlovable schlub because everyone looks at her like, "Oh, poor you."
1: Yeah, but she's, she's even Kate if she's crying Winslet. all the time, she's, she's still Kate Winslet. Gorgeous, and yeah, they do play her off as like the frumpy like old spinster?
0: I guess.
1: Like, that's how they play her for the entire movie. Like, who could ever love this girl? Because look at her. Yeah. And you're like, no, but, like, look at her.
0: I'm pretty sure that's still Kate (laughs) Winslet. She's
1: gorgeous and she, like, doesn't wear very much makeup throughout the film. Like, she's not all done up like Cameron Diaz is. And she's gorgeous. So, I don't understand um, why they picked her if that's the way that the character was being portrayed. Like, no, oh, look at how ugly she is.
0: And then I was legitimately happy when she writes that email to Jasper telling him to fuck off or whatever. Yeah,
1: Only for like 10 minutes later for her to be like, yeah, send me your book.
0: Yeah, that was disappointing. So this movie did get me in. I wasn't completely yeah. on the outside. I was invested mostly just in Kate Winslet's character.
1: Yeah, yeah. I preferred her Um her like when she, Jack Black wasn't around. Yeah, I preferred her story arc if he wasn't in this. movie. Well,
0: her a romance I think is the best one
1: with yeah with um Arthur. Yeah, yeah. with Eli
0: Wallach, that was much more interesting. But I we'll liked that. Yeah, that was yeah. that was great. That was probably the best part of the movie. I thought.
1: Yeah, so Kate Winslet like takes back jasper and says like yeah send me the pages for your book and then he sends the pages and then just shows up because she didn't answer an email on a vacation i was like upset about this story (laughs) but yes we can come back to that
0: at this point i think Amanda Cameron Diaz just has a mental break and sees a trailer of her life. Yes. But she is experiencing it like a hallucination. Yeah. Because she's like shutting her eyes and trying to plug her ears Mm -hmm. and she's angry that she is seeing this. Yes. So she is full on hallucinating at this point.
1: Yes, she is having a mental break. And it's uh, really interesting. I feel like we could have used this idea of like seeing your life as a trailer in like a fun way in this movie
0: and they get close to that but because the tone is so i don't know inexplicable to me a lot of the time and because these like wacky things are only happening to her Uh and the fact that she's reacting in uh fear of them sometimes (laughs)
1: yes that
0: that's a strange place to go to and uh makes it unsettling
1: yeah Yeah, I think this could have actually been a really fun device to like teach, like exposition, like to use for exposition.
0: Or if she has constantly has that running and it's kind of her inner monologue. Yeah. And it kind of is, but when everyone in this movie also has an outer monologue where they just state all of their feelings constantly, it is an odd thing to also have that. Yeah, this could. I liked it, but it not. How it was done.
1: It could have been used way better. hmm And I think um, instead of her being like, oh, I can't cry or like, oh, my life sucks. Oh, I broke up with my boyfriend. You just get... Like a quick little trailer.
0: Yes. And And you would save so much time. If you had that built in as a screenwriter, Mm. that I can just put in a trailer whenever I want as an exposition dump, that is like such a, a cheat code as a writer. Yeah. And no, they don't really use it as such.
1: And it would also be a good way to show things like their time at the pub and like all these things that they skipped over that just don't show up in the movie, but that we get a five-minute speech about. Yeah. Yeah. Just like show me a quick review of the night. <laughs>
0: so she arrives in England. The driver drops her off in the wrong town, apparently, because she has to walk for hours. Yeah. And then she almost kills people because she's a terrible driver. Yes. And then she just goes to the grocery store and downs a bottle of wine in the in grocery the store. Yeah. And then presumably proceeds to drive.
1: right i didn't even (laughs) think about the fact that yeah she'd have to drive herself home yeah and then we see her at the house in bed with like all of her clothes that she brought with her to england on like she's wearing a very large layered outfit
0: oh i can't even remember at that point i just remember that when kate winslet gets to la they have such a long time of her running around the house and seeing mm-hmm. how amazing it is. And then Cameron Diaz singing Mr. Brightside, but half of the song? Yeah. Both of those, like, normally a movie would do 15 seconds of that. Yes. But this movie's like, you know what? I like the song. Just let it play.
1: Yeah. This is another thing. Like we said earlier, like, it, it, I didn't need like, the extra three minutes of this.
0: Oh, you didn't need four minutes of a staring contest with a dog?
1: No, absolutely <laughs> not. And, like, I get the Kate Winslet part a little bit because it's, like, juxtaposing how much bigger Amanda's house is than um Iris's. And so, like, there's more running around because it's a, it's a giant house. And I, like, got that, but I also feel like... All of that extra Amanda stuff that happened while Kate Winslet was still discovering this house was just, it was pointless. And I didn't enjoy it.
0: (laughs) And then the next day, Jack Black has to come over to get something because Cameron Diaz never told anyone that she was leaving, apparently. Mm -hmm. And they have what's one of the worst meet-cutes ever. Yeah. Because she has something in her eye and they're outdoors in the wind and he just sticks his finger in her eye
1: yeah we don't know where his hands have been
0: (laughs) don't touch people's eyes no don't touch a stranger's eyes
1: at the very most help her to her door because she can't see
0: yeah she can just just go inside go to the bathroom
1: yeah take her inside so that she can go to a mirror and like pick it out herself you don't need to stick your fingers in a stranger's eye
0: and he tells her about like the lore of Los Angeles and they yeah. said the folklore behind the city and the wind. Because wind is a thing in this movie. I don't know what it is for or Yeah, why. it never
1: pays off.
0: But don't fly away. Yeah. That's a joke.
1: The Santa Anas are like magical, but we never learn anything else about them.
0: Oh, and speaking of terrible meat cutes then we have Jude Law stumbling into... Cameron Diaz's place in the middle of the night. Yeah. Wasted. And he's often kind of lunging at her
1: yeah it's a very unsettling scene
0: he appears like a a, a sexual predator yes and if it he didn't look like jude law if they had someone else playing this character this would be the beginning of a horror movie
1: yeah absolutely this is the beginning of amanda being murdered but
0: again (laughs) like i hate to um say like this is how this movie could be more feminist to a movie that was written and directed by a woman i know but when you have this character of Amanda saying, "I want to go somewhere where I don't have to be around any men," right, and then she meets a drunk, aggressive man, and she's real into it.
1: <laughs> she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's so happy about my vacation." That's
0: rough, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she makes a point of saying, "Are there any men in your town, yeah. Iris?" Just or
0: is that the point that she's desperate for male attention? If it is, what's to what end?
1: Yeah. Also, then why would you include the line, Are there any men in your town? No, great. Well, she's
0: she knows her own weakness and is trying to get away from that, perhaps. Yeah. I
1: don't know. Yeah. But that's not
0: a part of her character before. Before her character seems to be like, I'm very driven and work-oriented, and that's my
1: problem. Yeah.
0: Is it you know what? I don't know. For as much as they tell you exactly what their problems are, hers is just that she can't cry. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> Because her parents got divorced and she never got over it, so now I can't cry and I sabotage all my relationships? I think so. For directly saying that to us because she just says she that. She says it out loud, yeah. It still doesn't really give us any insight.
1: Yeah, and doesn't foreshadow anything.
0: Just the opposite because that's that's the twist. Yeah. If I keep telling you I hate one thing and then I do that thing. And I love writing, it. You know. <laughs> And then there's that weird kissing scene where it's like a science experiment for her. Like, what if I try like this? And then he kisses her eyeballs and she's oh really into God. that.
1: That was the grossest thing I've ever seen.
0: Well, what also, about
1: she loves it.
0: Yeah. Well, she loves any attention. To yeah. It. She also says, I don't believe in foreplay. Also, I'm terrible at sex because people tell me that constantly. Maybe try
1: foreplay. <laughs> she doesn't believe in it.
0: And then she says, I'm not going to fall in love with you because it'd be such a surprise now if she does. Right. (sighs) And then she goes to fly away. She leaves like the next day. Yeah. She goes to the airport and then turns back because of Jude Law, I
1: presume. Yes. And then goes and meets him at the pub.
0: Yeah. So this movie about I'm going to break away from my normal routines. I'm going to get away from men. Also, this guy's kind of cute. So um, who cares if he's drunk?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to ask him any questions about himself. No. Like she doesn't learn the most fundamental parts about him, but is like, yep, I'm going to be with this man forever.
0: And Kate Winslet wakes up the next morning and just has a manic dancing episode. And she plays air guitar in bed. Yeah. Because why not?
1: Because she's in L.A.
0: Oh, and then that pub scene you were talking about happens where yeah. it's a big surprise because she shows up at the pub and it's playing Let Go by Sia. And it is a very strange choice for yeah. that scene.
1: It's, yeah, the music and what's happening do not mix. There's. For, and it happens a few times in the movie.
0: For a movie that talks about scores so often. <gasps> yeah. There's the strangest choices of movie of uh, music in this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just like really doesn't match what's happening in the scene. It's like they pre-picked everything and they put it on shuffle and said, "Yeah, yeah, that that'll work here." Great.
0: <laughs> and then we get the best meet cute of the movie because she meets Arthur. Yes. And he's lost and can't find his home. Which Never, Never comes, comes up again. Never comes up again. He
1: is very cognitively sound for the rest of the movie. Yeah, he's
0: telling stories like, I remember back in 1953.
1: Cary Grant told me. Yeah. yeah. And is like cracking jokes and stuff. So only Super at sharp. the beginning of the movie is he like an elderly toddling around old man.
0: Well, again, with him, too, they do the same thing of like, oh, he can't do this. He physically cannot have one of these events. Yeah. That's our journey now. No, just kidding. He's fine. Yeah. He went to the pool once. So now he's in shape.
1: Yeah. yeah. Iris is just magically a physiotherapist. (laughs) She does more for him than I'm sure the physiotherapist that he sees every week has ever done in like one day. Because this is like, I think, takes place over like 14 days.
0: It's either two or three weeks. Yeah. No more than that. No,
1: because they go for Christmas, basically. And they make a point of saying like, oh, I'll be back in like at home by New Year's. So you don't, you know that like there's a finite end date on this movie. And um, yeah, I don't think that they could have actually done what they did with Arthur in that time.
0: So at this point, I was still thinking this movie is a clever satire mm-hmm. because we get two terrible meat cutes the eye touching of a stranger <laughs> next to your girlfriend. Yeah. And the a drunk breaking into your house the and like lunging kissing. at you. <laughs> Yeah, it was very eye related.
1: Does she have like a weird eye fetish?
0: Maybe. Maybe
1: she does. Because it's like two really weird eye things. That Maybe happen. it's like
0: Tarantino and his feet.
1: Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh yeah, it's a thing.
0: Watches movies with that it's in like mind, a whole you're thing. like, why are there so many shots of women's feet in this? Hmm. Yeah, um, but I thought that they had those ter- two terrible meet-cutes and then Arthur's talking about what a meet-cute is. So yeah. I thought this movie is being clever and like talking about this is what normally happens, and we're subverting that by doing these weird other things, but they're going to be so charming that you're still going to want them to get together. Right. But in fact, they were not charming at any point. But maybe that was a point. Maybe they were trying to do a bit there about making the meat cutes bad and then pointing it out? Or am I giving it too much credit?
1: I think you're giving it too much credit again. Um, I remember not knowing what a meat cute was before this movie.
0: Oh, So I did like
1: actually learn something watching this movie.
0: From Arthur, who's... Uh, one of the better characters yeah
1: exactly so that's like the only thing i think i took away from this in 2006 was what a meat cute was which seems adorable
0: then a bunch of nonsense happens. I have in my notes, I can't cry, remember? I'm a damaged child of divorce because she just says it all. And then they have a full-on music video that looks like it was shot by the B unit or something. It looks very different. And it's all kind of bossa nova music. So it sounds like they should be on the French Riviera. Yeah. It sounds like
1: that pre-recorded um, like thing little bit of music that comes on your keyboard that you get. Yes, that's one (laughs) of
0: the bits probably.
1: And it's like you get like 30 seconds of this song and then you can like play around it or whatever but it's like the same on every single piece of musical equipment ever made.
0: So then we have Jack Black showing up to the Hanukkah party and I feel like this is the time to talk a little bit about his performance and whether or not it worked for you.
1: Hmm. I feel like at the Hanukkah party he's the most romantic comedy leading man that he is throughout this entire movie like he makes more sense as like a rom-com guy the rest of the movie I just can't see it um but here he's like interacting with her friends and like having a really nice night and then um you can I can kind of see it I can kind of be like yeah I I get it like for a moment I get it
0: I did say going into it that I'm not a fan of Jack Black. Every now and then he'll do something because almost always he's playing Jack Black. Right. And I thought that that was annoying. But sometimes he does it well. Like I think School of Rock, having him with the kids and having it be music-based, that it kind of, that
1: works, works for him, right? Yeah.
0: Like in some of those early Sandler movies when he's paired with children, that is a good pairing for yeah. that kind of energy. And I think that's the same with him. But this is the point where they're trying to be like, Oh, what else can he do? Because yeah. he was in King Kong. Was he? Yeah. With Naomi Watts, like that a one. serious movie? Yeah, yeah. I think oh. the year before, right around this time. Huh. And then they're like, okay, well, that's uh, not great. But let's try a romantic comedy. And they did this. And I thought I don't like Jack Black being full wacky Jack Black. Mm-hmm. But now I've changed my mind a bit because I think when he's reigned in, it's far worse mm-hmm. because now they're still giving him these lines that I think are meant to be jokes. But they don't sound like jokes ever. And because he's not as, as big, they mm-hmm. don't often play like jokes to me in the right. audience, but they just have people laugh. So, you know, it's a joke because Kate Winslet thinks everything he does is hilarious. <gasps> and she She's... laughs so loud at every line.
1: She's, unhinged while she's laughing just like she's unhinged while she's crying. Yes. She has the m- biggest mood swings in this movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because he comes in and because he's not so silly, mm-hmm. it kind of plays to me at this point that he's a smug douchebag. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's what it's meant to be at all at this point. This is what it seemed most like that because he would say like, "Oh, Hanukkah party, join a temple." Yeah. And she goes, uh uh-huh. She thinks that's hilarious. Yeah. And he's like, okay, let's go in there. Let's spin that dreidel. Actually, he doesn't even have that much energy to no. it. So those lines, if you say them flatly, it sounds like you're being a dick. Mm-hmm. But if you have a, a lot of normal Jack Black energy behind it, maybe you would be funny. But here they just go like, let's go in there and spin that dreidel.
1: Yeah. And that
0: it sounds mean sometimes. A bit, but yeah. But then she laughs, so you know it's a joke. And he says his things like a little town called London, England. And is that a joke? Why yeah. are you saying everything like that? And I think they're trying to make everything he says a joke, but not letting him go and full be full funny Jack Black. And I, I yeah, I, I also thought he was creepy <laughs> because at this point he. Keeps doing the thing of, oh, I love my girlfriend. She's so great. Also, you're real gorgeous.
1: Yeah. And that's he's weird. Like, like
0: That's a weird thing to do.
1: Fully hung up on his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend now.
0: Girlfriend at this point.
1: Girlfriend at this point. And he's like forever mentioning her, which like, great. Yeah. Talk about your significant other. But then don't hit on this new person that you met
0: right and then he kisses her a few times yeah and then comments on it like oh i'm lingering oh i'm kissing you too much if you comment on being creepy that doesn't make you not creepy yeah except in this movie apparently it's very endearing
1: and hilarious yeah just so funny
0: i i just did not get his appeal and i kind of wish that i didn't come out at the beginning saying i don't like jack black because how off-putting he was in this movie is something brand new to me. This is not my previous <laughs> bias. This is a whole new thing that I, I I just hated it. I was physically upset by many of his actions throughout this movie.
1: You did yell more at the screen when Jack Black was on the on the in the scene.
0: I did say you gross a few times. This seems like if we were watching a movie in the 60s and you'd be saying something like, yeah, but these men are just like so aggressive to the women. And I'd be like, yeah, I I see how it is that way. But in the 60s, and especially in movies in the 60s, they were kind of doing that sort of thing and it was a different time. But this is 2006 and it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. I don't know why the people in these movies get so much of a pass. It's like that whole... um, What's the Christmas movie that I really hate? You do too? Love Actually. Love Actually. It's like they're not good or nice.
1: No, they're terrible people.
0: And you can be terrible people in some movies, but if you're playing it like this is so romantic. Yeah. Like I don't get how you can have their meetings be like he kisses her too much while he's in a relationship and it's off-putting but that's the charm because we're going to try to win it back from that? Yeah, is that's that the, the romantic part. So I'll I'll ask you then, okay. is that the point? Is it supposed to be that he is not charming at the beginning, but then when they get together, you're like, oh, what a journey they've had. Is that it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's very confusing, his whole, like, because he doesn't, he doesn't seem to have a character arc. No. Like, he doesn't. Change for the better, like some of these, like you know, Christmas movies or romantic comedies. Usually, someone changes for the better and sees the error of their ways or like becomes a better person. He doesn't do anything in this movie.
0: No, I don't get his character, yeah, or the place of his character because he gets this scene where he actually has some interaction with her. I don't know, an hour and 10 minutes into this movie. Mm-hmm. So it's an afterthought for the movie. Yeah. He is the fifth lead in this movie.
1: Yeah. So just talking about Jack Black and his character arc, there are missed opportunities throughout this movie that I think would have made it a lot better had they explored that.
0: Oh, this could be called missed opportunities. Yeah. The movie.
1: The movie. Um, but yeah, there's like moments where I'm like, Let's look further into that because it would give him something to do and somehow change, which is what good romantic comedy characters do sometimes. And so I feel like um, he was just really poorly written too.
0: Well, it seemed like it was definitely an afterthought. I think the best way to change his character would honestly be uh, forget it don't have him in there and mm-hmm. focus on the Arthur storyline. Yeah, that was so sweet. There was actually growth between both of them in that, which we don't see in any of the other relationships, mm-hmm. I'd argue. Yeah. But then we have another scene, which I, I I'm i kind of monopolizing things, but I got a lot of say about it. I this. know you do. So then we get the reveal that Jude Law has kids. Right. And the way we get this is in the last scene they had together, Cameron Diaz says, like, I don't want you. I don't want anything to do with you. Leave me alone. Let's never talk again. Yeah. And he's like, OK, I respect that. We go on our separate ways. Yeah. Then she shows up at his place In the just expecting of the night? sex. Yeah. Right. Because that's that's what she's there for. And she's very upfront about that. Yeah. And then it's revealed that he has uh, the kids and he's like, oh, I should introduce my children to this clearly mentally unstable woman woman, yeah who's just showing up after saying never talk to me again and then that's one of those romantic comedy things where in movies it's a good thing if a woman says don't ever talk to me and then you still do because then it's showing your desire not respecting boundaries is very romantic
1: apparently which is teaching the women of today or the young women of 2006 some really good life lessons (laughs) if he doesn't respect your boundaries doesn't follow the like things that you ask of him he's a keeper
0: (laughs) i've heard people who talk like that who are like oh yeah i told him i'm not interested and if he really wants me he'll understand that that's part of the game and then i'm like oh you're a crazy person cool got it
1: yeah you also get a moment earlier in the movie where Um, Jude Law's daughters are calling him and on the phone their names flash up and I can't remember what it just
0: says like Sophie do they each have their own phones
1: they must Sophie and Olivia and in 2006 that was not that common
0: for kids of that age in some cottage oh actually he lives in a fucking mansion
1: yeah but um and she's like, oh, Sophie and Olivia and Amanda? And he's like, oh, you know, it's just like a friend. <laughs> like, whatever. He just like brushes it off. Yeah. And then she meets them at the door and is like, oh, Sophie. Oh, Olivia.
0: And this manipulation was some of the most egregious and infuriating because we already go from. She doesn't want him. Oh, but now she wants him. So we're on board with them getting together or we should be. And then he's being like dodgy at the door. So we're like, oh, he has another woman in there. He's the bad guy. We don't like him. That's what we already kind of thought. And then it's revealed that there's kids. And then it's, oh, he has an entire family. He's terrible. We hate him.
1: Yeah, he's like, are you married? Like,
0: And then it goes to, oh, he's a single dad. He's wonderful. We love him. What a hero. And how they just go like, oh, this is what we're doing. We're going to make you hate him and then make you love him all in 30 seconds because this is just manipulation and we're not really doing the whole character thing.
1: Yeah, And how wildly and hard she jumps to conclusions just without any context without even letting him talk
0: well the omnipotent narrator did tell us that at the beginning true but i guess we're watching the movie she's not yeah
1: yeah and also the like wardrobe department has dressed him in this like kind of sloppy unbuttoned in weird places shirt that like could look like he just threw it on because he was in bed with another woman and so i feel like this scene could have been way better
0: it was infuriating to me because then they do have this cute touching evening of her getting to know these two girls who desperately want a mother yes but it's so unearned that I felt angry at the movie for putting these cute kids and me feeling their sadness because I, I had sympathy for them yeah. because they were good. And also Jude Law, I think, did some good work yeah. in there when, when he's able to. But it's so unearned because it's it's so manipulative.
1: He's met this woman twice, twice or three times at this point in the movie. And he's like, yeah, come meet my kids.
0: yeah. Let's lay in bed together, all of us.
1: Yeah, not I need you to come back at another time. Yeah. Like and like those kids had no warning that this was gonna happen. I feel like this as like a child of divorce whose parents met other people and I met them as a child. I feel like you have to give a little warning here. Yes. This is a huge deal. Their mother has just died. They are coping with the idea that now it's just their dad and they're living this life where they're going to their grandparents half the time. And then all of a sudden they're like, here's this super fancy lady from Los Angeles. She's
0: going to be your new mom. She's going
1: to be your new mom. You better love her immediately. <laughs> That's how this feels.
0: I thought it was also a bit of the kids being like, she's going to be our new mom. Yeah. So you better lock this down
1: yeah that older girl um and jude law says like oh she's taking it on to be like my protector right um but like right immediately she's like you can sleep over tonight if you want and like you can stay and like next time when you like she's like making future plans for amanda even though they've met for like 15 minutes at this point
0: And Jude Law has this terribly written speech he has to give because we thought that he was the scumbag. So then he has to give a monologue about how I'm a nice guy, which both leading men have speeches about how they're nice guys. How nice they are, yeah. Which was just, just brutal. He says like, oh, it's easier for me to be a normal guy because it's too complicated to be who I really am. Like there are single parents out there; they exist. That's not the and they, s- the they, rarity you think it
1: is. Yeah. Also, I feel like if I met someone and was like seriously considering dating them, and they didn't tell me that they were widowed and had two children, <laughs> yeah. while we were getting to know each other, because like at what point was he going to tell her about this?
0: Well, to be fair, for to him, she did say, "I." Don't want anything from you. True. And I never want to see you.
1: True. But he does come out in this speech about how nice he is. He comes out and he says, I don't tell any of the women that I date.
0: But I don't know that he's actually dating. I think that was another one of the movie tricking us things. Because all we ever actually see is he smiles at a girl once. Right. That's the only thing we ever see. We've presumed that he's going around and doing this because we've been fed False information by the movie itself. <laughs> the movie is
1: lying to us. The movie
0: lies to you yeah. just so it can trick you and then you feel good about him because like, you feel bad about him, but now he's going to give this speech. And also this is a thing in, in bad movies where someone talks about how great they are, but it's phrased under like, no one could ever love me. Yeah. I'm just some bikini model. Yeah. So he goes like, like, I'm I just s-
1: Jude Law.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm just Jude Law. Who would ever love... A man who's dedicated to his family. No one's ever looking for anything no. like that. I sew. I have a cow. I'm a full-time dad and I'm a working parent. I'm a mother and a father. Yeah. I'm a guy who reads parenting books and cookbooks before I go to sleep. I spend my weekend buying tutus. I'm How le- many tutus do they
1: need? And then
0: also <laughs> Mr. Napkinhead or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was... Uh, oh. That's not me... Joking about how they just tell you stuff—that is—that is the th- actual—that's the speech. dialogue yeah. from it.
1: Yeah, that was, uh, it was terrible. Terrible, and he doesn't let her get a word in edgewise. He just yeah. goes on this like, "I'm oh, a nice guy. I'm so nice, but like, who would ever want a nice guy?"
0: And also, women out there, uh, remember: if someone lies to you <laughs> about who they fundamentally are, yeah. but then give a big speech about how they're a real nice guy. They must be a nice
1: guy. They must be a nice guy. And you should probably just ignore the fact that they lied to you.
0: (laughs) Only nice guys talk about how nice they are.
1: Yeah, that's how you know.
0: And then he has his whatever it is. But I'm just a single dad in England. And you're a movie person from Los Angeles. We're worlds apart. How could we ever get together?
1: Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I wanted so much more for Jude Law's character. Yeah, yeah. Cause he's like charming.
0: Jude Law is effortlessly charming. Yeah, I, I get a lot of people don't like him. They find him smarmy, especially around this time and like yeah, the six, seven years before. Yeah, man, he's. I think he's fantastic and very. I charming. do too.
1: He has the British accent. He's very good looking. He's like effortlessly charming. Like we said.
0: He has an ease about him that has a lot of confidence without any arrogance is yeah. what I feel.
1: And he also seems like someone that you could meet down at the pub. Yes. Like he's like he's, he's, the, handsome, he's but the town so hottie, handsome, but not so But he's yeah. like he's he's like a normal everyday out in the world kind of handsome. Yeah. And I feel like they did a marathon amount of work to make his character this weird and unlikable. Yeah. Like, they worked so hard to do that. I still liked him, honestly. I I think he's much more charming than Jack Black.
0: I would say more than Cameron Diaz yeah. as well. Yeah. she's She comes across as unhinged and dangerous. Yeah. Jack Black comes across as smarmy and douchey. Yeah. Kate Winslet is, I think she probably just needs confidence. Yeah. <laughs> because everybody apparently treats her like she's garbage. So she believes she does, is
1: garbage? Yeah.
0: But I don't know why just like random people think she looks (laughs) terrible.
1: Garbage, yeah. And then Jude
0: Law is doing great. He's just being a dad, but he's so scared of people knowing that for some reason, because that's the worst thing you could be is a committed family man.
1: So I feel like in a family, like Jude Law and Kate Winslet are brother and sister, apparently. I feel like... If something is catastrophic as your brother's wife dying, I feel like I would talk about that in my just like everyday life as I'm talking to people. I would tell people about my brother who lives in England and like maybe just like that they just went through a big family tragedy. She never talks about her brother ever. It's like he doesn't exist to her unless he's on the phone.
0: But we also don't have her talk about anything besides that guy. True. Jasper. Jasper. <laughs>
1: She has a very one-track character.
0: Man, we need to get moving. We have so much movie left. And (sighs) honestly, I think we should wrap up this episode. And we're like halfway through the movie. I know. Okay, I'm going to go real quick. Okay, go go real quick. So um, what's his name? Eli Wallach is the Writers Guild wants to celebrate his career. And he says, no, I'm not falling for that. I don't know what falling for what means. But
1: yeah, like what is he suspicious of?
0: I don't know. It's would be a character thing, but we don't really get it because whenever we get a character thing, we get it undermined right after. Yeah. So in this one, he's like, I can't do that. I need to get in shape first. So then like you were saying, she becomes a physical therapist. They go to the pool once and now he's in shape. Yeah. That's how Magic. this works.
1: Magic. One day of physical therapy.
0: Then we have that c- classic call waiting fake out scene where you're yeah. like, oh no, you still oh, this happened, and then it's still that same person. Yeah. You do that three times because that's funny.
1: That was such a thing in this time of movie. And still. And, st- and still, but like it just seemed like no one understood how to work phones in 2000s. No,
0: they were brand new. They had phones having come out just two years earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: so nobody knows how to use phones properly.
0: When I first got call waiting as a child, I was so worried of that happening yeah. because apparently it happens all the time. It never just happens.
1: constantly happens. It's very You're easy not to do forever talking to the wrong person.
0: And also, I never start my conversations with blurting out secrets. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't. I don't just go around being like, bleh, here you go. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, then my notes say Jack Black comes off real creepy with his compliments. And singing the scores in the movie store made me want to punch him which we already talked about so yeah i
1: was mortified oh i just i wasn't embarrassed i was
0: just angry with him but again she thinks it's hilarious
1: i do not understand her mental state
0: and then he sees his girlfriend shannon sossaman who i hadn't seen in a movie in a very long time so i was happy to see her and He sees her on the street with some guy, goes out there, and it's all silent because we're watching with Kate Winslet through the glass. Yeah. And then he has like a Charlie Brown reaction where he just hangs his head and walks slowly away. (laughs) And I laughed and laughed. You did. I thought that was was very funny. the
1: most animated. (laughs) But was that?
0: That's not a joke though, right? No. It's not a... Because they do that in Arrested Development. And they play the Charlie Brown music and people just walk with their right. heads hung. So I thought they were doing a bit like that.
1: This was a very odd directorial choice for Jack Black <laughs> because he does. He looks like a cartoon character or like a puppy. Yeah. Sad puppy. And it's totally serious.
0: And then he gets his chance to have a big speech about, why do I always pick the bad girl? Why aren't people nice to me? And then he just talks about how nice of a guy he is. But then she does, Kate Winslet does kind of the same thing. She explains her history. Yeah. But the writing's a bit better there. And it's Kate Winslet. So I acting thought it. that was amazing. I actually, I loved it. I thought it was great.
1: That was probably one of the best scenes in the movie.
0: When she talks about the heartache of being this unrequited love yeah. and how we've seen it in the movie, I would just be like, get over it. He's a piece of garbage and you never even had anything in the first yeah. place. So I don't get it. This is bad writing. But when she explains it with her abilities because she's she's just good she's uh, She's great great. to watch on screen and she's a fantastic actor so when she does it i was in and i was like okay i kind of get where you're coming from now yeah i know the writing and the other three hours of this movie are not doing you any favors but from what you told me just now i get where you're coming from yeah that's that's hard to do in a movie like this it's
1: very hard to do and i think we needed this in the beginning of the movie yeah because she doesn't talk about Jasper? Is that his name? Yeah. they. She doesn't talk about Jasper without immediately hysterically crying. So right. It's the only time. So then
0: it seems like a joke.
1: Yes. And this is the only time we actually hear about Jasper without her becoming hysterical.
0: She cries like a, a normal human would yeah, cry in this Yeah, she has point. like
1: an upset moment, yeah. but she's not like. Aah!
0: That's a Nancy Myers thing. Yeah. Extended sobbing scenes for comedic effect. Yeah. That's a weird thing it to is a very <laughs> weird thing. make a joke.
1: But I actually, like you said, I got on her side in yes, that moment yeah. because I understood what her whole deal was without being distracted by just how unhinged she is.
0: And then we get sh- shots of Cameron Diaz just walking around fields trying to cry.
1: Yeah, she's like walking up a mountain or something. Mm-hmm.
0: And the craziest thing about this movie, they glossed over Christmas.
1: Yeah, this holiday movie called The Holiday.
0: They don't show what happens on Christmas Day, right? No, Did no. they?
1: Um, So Jack Black and Kate Winslet, they do say that it's Christmas Eve.
0: Yeah. And then there's a montage and then it's almost New Year's. Yeah. So what happened on Christmas?
1: I don't know. Nothing?
0: This That seems so strange. Yeah. And it's either they shot something and it didn't work yeah. or... That's like a, a conscious choice. Choice that because like, if we're you're just making not gonna it show Christmas. all around Christmas and then you just skip over Christmas, it's yeah. very weird.
1: And we barely get New Year's either.
0: That's kind of the denouement of the whole thing.
1: Yeah. What's a denouement?
0: Oh, we will get there. Okay. It is a um the the conclusion, I guess. is Oh, the easiest. okay. Yeah, but uh, th- how how it wraps up? Oh, okay. And then Jude Law also gives a very nice, well-done love speech because mm-hmm. he says, I love you. And he kind of goes on for a couple of minutes. And that was nice, too. Yeah. Not as good as Kate Winslet's, but way better than Jack Black's. Yeah. And Cameron Diaz, who just keeps talking about how she doesn't love
1: him. Yeah. Anyone. Anyway, she doesn't anyway, love him. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a really beautiful speech with a very deeply unsatisfying ending because Cameron Diaz is crazy. Yeah. And he's like, I don't think we should see each other anymore. Bye. And then, like, somehow he's still interested in her?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know what I was going to say. I don't know what happened to him to make him like this. But I guess his his wife died died and he's very lonely. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. And then there's that yeah. whole bit about, ooh, accidental boob graze. Yeah. Accidental boob graze, everyone. Everyone, like it, everyone. Announce accident- it to this restaurant. Keep saying it because funny. I'd be
1: like, please Just do stop not talking. look over here. Like, shh.
0: <laughs> I, I literally cringed multiple times during Jack Black's speeches.
1: Yeah, I agree. It was uh, very awkward and not how humans should act in public.
0: Then Shannon Sussman wants him back. Why? I don't know. Jasper comes again, and Kate Winslet gives this speech, quite formulaic, but still like exhilarating because Mm -hmm. I'm on her side, because she is a great performer and everyone's constantly shitting on her. Yeah. And she has that, like, I have the rest of my life to live and you're not going to be part of it. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Because also you're just looking for someone to cheer for because there's not a lot of likable people
1: yeah yeah I felt like there was a real missed opportunity for like not that I wanted more Jack Black in this movie, but like for them, uh Jack Black and his girlfriend or ex girlfriend uh to have a little bit more of an arc where he realizes, like, what am I doing? I need to like go to Iris and like be with her. There was never a moment where it felt like he realized that he wanted to be with her.
0: Yeah, because we don't see that. No, we and then- cut his... away from it, and then he has the speech, which is at, during a speech. Yes. Because then it's uh, Arthur's big day. Yeah. And- they just walk up and the event starts whenever he wanders in. Yeah, I guess he just wanders <laughs> in.
1: I assume that he would have to be there like an hour in advance. He in just a shows dream up room.
0: and then they're like, "Okay, yeah, we're ready to start." Yeah. There's there's hundreds of people waiting. Everybody's in there. just
1: been waiting.
0: Yeah, we start whenever you get here. Yeah.
1: So and I wanted... Formal events work.
0: <laughs> I kind of wanted them to get together. Yeah. Arthur and Kate Winslet's character, even if it's not romantic, they should have something because they actually brought out the best in each other. Yes, they and both there had was, arcs. He was showing her those movies about strong, confident women yes. because that's what she lacked. And he like us are the only ones in the world to that seem to know that like no you're great yeah you just need to have some confidence yeah you just so need he to see that, that up, you have
1: these qualities
0: and he had been kind of shut off from his former life from from everything yeah. really he was not even just living in the past he was so isolated and also he had dementia and couldn't walk so and she comes yeah. in teaches him how to walk again <laughs> great um his dementia is now cured yeah. he's fine he's super sharp But she just gets him out there again. Yeah. And that's what he needed both. They actually do something for each other's characters, which I don't feel is the case in any of the romantic relationships.
1: No, absolutely not. No, and he, yeah, she like brings light back into his life. And so he does the same thing to her. And yeah, I just didn't understand why none of the main relationships did anything like that.
0: And then he walks up the stairs by himself because he went swimming that one time. So now he can do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Somehow in a week, this gala was put together. Yeah. And also he learned how to do stairs again. (laughs) Wild.
0: So then Jack Black shows up during the speech and professes how he loves her or whatever. Maybe he doesn't even say that. But then they kiss. It's during the speech. You've yes. been waiting for this. Pay attention to this, dude. Uh,
1: and you both say like how inspiring and amazing he is, and instead you're gonna have your little conversation about New Year's.
0: It's like, "Hey, can I? Uh, can I come to England?" Also, what in how you've interacted thus far makes you that bold? Oh yeah. But then she's like, "Yeah, absolutely. Nobody loves me, so why not you?" Uh, yeah. And she kisses him. Yeah. Weird In the during middle the speech
1: of this speech for this man that they've been supporting nonstop the entire movie. Just it, it's stupid. This is stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. But we're almost
0: done because Yay! then Cameron Diaz is leaving, and for the fourth time, I think she's saying, "I never want to see you again." Bye. Yeah. And then, of course, she comes back because she starts crying. And do you remember how she couldn't cry? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. I'm not sure if you remember because she only mentioned it like seven or eight times. Yeah. And we only see her trying to actively do it 10 or 12 times. Oh my God. And then who would have thought that someone who keeps saying, I can't cry and I can't fall in love, would do both? Would cry. That's and what a fall twist is, right? Is that yeah. how you write twists?
1: That's a huge twist. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs>
0: I told you something can happen, and then it happened. No, that's a, it's a lie. It's a Christmas <laughs> miracle is what it is. It's a Christmas lie. <laughs> and also, she doesn't knock. She just like walks into his house, and then they cry.
1: She runs like a 5K. Yeah, that's true. She, and then they do a
0: bit where, again, I thought that this movie is a joke because she stopped and rested. Yeah. And I thought that was hilarious. It was funny. It was funny.
1: It was like a genuinely funny moment in this movie. She also like runs out of her town car, which is clearly still driving down the road. Yeah, you could just could have just stayed in the town car. Okay, it would have been fine. <laughs> you would have got it. Not that. as dramatic though. No. no, absolutely not. Um
0: And then we finish off with a five minute dance montage where every pair of people dances together. Yeah. The Jack Black Cameron Diaz dance was the worst.
1: So they're just like sisters in law now?
0: I guess. What is their life going to be? Right? Any of them. It's not going to work.
1: Jude Law works in London. and Has a family. Has a family that is very based in the UK. And Kate Winslet also works in London, has a life. And then Jack Black has a career in Los Angeles for like a career that you kind of have to do on site.
0: I don't know that you do.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe not.
0: But I I think at this point, yeah, you you have to be in LA.
1: And same with Amanda. Yeah. Like I feel like now you could get away with it, but then you could have to be in LA. Yeah. And they're probably less likely to pick someone who lives in England to do an American TV trailer.
0: Also, I don't know how that works cuz everything I've worked on, I only worked on small movies where the usually the editor of the movie does your trailers, yeah. but The fact that she owns a trailer
1: company? I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know either. It might be. Maybe. So I I don't know about that. They just like take all the things that the editor sends over and says like, make this into a trailer? I guess. And do all of her trailers have that voiceover? I think so. (laughs) So dumb.
0: A happy red, not a Scorsese
1: red. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what red that is?
0: I think I do actually.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, I I feel like this is a very indie- throwaway line.
0: <laughs> there were a bunch of things which should appeal to a nerd like yeah. me. I, both, I also love design, so I kind of get what a happy red is yeah. versus a Scorsese red. But then when Jack Black would say things about the scores, he was factually incorrect more than once.
1: Yes, you did get mad during that that's video scene like because yeah. you're like, that's untrue.
0: A bunch of those Simon and Garfunkel songs from The Graduate existed before that movie came out. They did, Paul Simon I think did do a bunch of the score, but that's like, the, a lot of the big songs were huh. before. Like, Sound of Silence and stuff. That was out years before. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways. I, see, I, this, do, this is not interesting. But if the movie makes a point of saying something that's incorrect, then I feel like I can be pedantic and be a dick about it and be like, well, actually.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: you're talking about being an expert and being wrong.
1: Yeah, and I feel like this movie plays on you not knowing any better as the viewer. Yeah, maybe like oh movie jargon movie jargon movie jargon and you're like oh cool i learned something but it's actually wrong
0: but my last note (laughs) to wrap up this movie say maybe if you didn't have a five minute dance montage your movie wouldn't be two and a half hours long true and that sums it up for me i think
1: (laughs) yeah they're just gonna live happily ever after
0: i guess i assume they're breaking up at the end of this week yeah. Like, They'll do the long distance thing for a while, but it's not yeah, going yeah, to I
1: give it like three months. Yeah. It's going to be too hard.
0: <laughs> Good. They shouldn't be together. No,
1: none of these couples none of make should. any sense.
0: Jude Law is like the family man and Cameron Diaz is like an actual crazy person. Yeah. She needs help. Yeah. She has hallucinations and has wild mood swings. I feel Kate Winslet, all she needs is... A little confidence. Maybe. And to get over that dude. Yeah. And then she'll she'll be all right. She'll I be believe right. she'll be all right. Maybe
1: she just needs like a little therapy.
0: Yes, sure.
1: I think she just needs to like have a chat with a therapist every so often and like feel like she'll be okay.
0: I think Jack Black will be fine. He needs to find some annoying person to yeah. annoy. And then they'll be cool. And Jude Law, I don't know. He'll find someone. Like someone. he's kind of a catch.
1: People get married with kids yeah already. i like, get that's...
0: that it might be hard to like date in the bar scene with two yeah. kids but you are a super handsome guy yeah you have a great job you have a giant house and you have two well-behaved kids yeah someone's gonna snatch you up jude very law. charming and you look like jude and law. you
1: lo- and you're jude law <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like he's not gonna have a hard time he might just have a hard time with like 22 year olds at the pub but he's like 35 yeah
0: maybe he should just be looking for other 35-year-olds. Yeah. Although, again, we don't know what he's trying to do. We were just led to believe that he's sleeping around a bunch. Yeah. I don't know. I feel (sighs) like we should wrap this up because this is an unnecessarily long episode. (laughs) Any uh, final thoughts on The Holiday?
1: Oh, that's it.
0: Just just an ugh.
1: Yeah, I don't know. This movie, there's just so many unnecessary things as well as not enough of quintessential rom-com things yes that make it make sense as a romantic comedy
0: i think that's been the most confounding and surprising things about you've gotten me to watch three nancy myers movies i believe yes (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) because if you're someone who thinks like oh this is a bad romantic comedy it'll have these things it's not that It's not the typical mistakes or conventions we see so often. It has those too, but it also makes a lot of really perplexing decisions.
1: Yeah. I
0: feel like there's someone out there who's a huge Nancy Myers fan that could, and a lot of people are. She's very, very well loved. So I get that. That's
1: why she can make these movies.
0: So I get that I'm in the minority. You too now. Yeah. But I don't get... Get it. And I don't want it to be one of those ones where people go like, well, you're a guy. You don't like romantic comedies. No, I'm right there I with you. I <laughs> love romantic comedies. Yes. I love the good ones. I don't think this is it. And I guess I was going to explain why, but I guess that's what we did for the last hour. And yeah. A bit, you so. just go back. Just rewind. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, it just man. doesn't work for me. No. And I really, really wanted this to be good.
0: <laughs> I think if you're going to do one thing differently, make your characters likable. Yeah try to make them good people and i'm Not at least going to want them to get together.
1: Yeah. You want to cheer for your people in a romantic comedy.
0: They seem unhinged and crazy, but i i think that's comedy? Yeah. I think they're trying to make it funny about how crazy people are. Yeah. They act wildly and that's <laughs> funny to us.
1: Apparently. Yeah. All right. Well, well yeah.
0: Christmas It also wasn't Christmassy. If people are going to be like, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. First of all, it's a dumb argument either way. Just watch what you want to watch. Yeah. This had not as much Christmas as Die Hard in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was very un-Christmassy for a movie set over Christmas.
0: Called The Holiday. Called
1: The Holiday.
0: I guess The Holiday was New Year's Eve. Yeah. It's the only one we really see. Only in montage form.
1: Yeah, only in montage and not for that long. Yeah, Uh, okay, well, go watch a better movie, everyone.
0: Yeah, go watch a better movie. And you know what? What a great segue because next week we'll each have a spoiler-free holiday... of the fortnight yeah maybe it'll be Christmassy maybe it'll be wintry or New Year's or Kwanzaa not a lot of good Kwanzaa movies honestly no really a couple of Hanukkah I
1: don't think I've ever looked for a Kwanzaa movie so
0: well I do a lot of uh, reading books to children right and there's lots of good Christmas ones a few good Hanukkah ones all the Kwanzaa ones are just educational this is what Kwanzaa is so they're not fun to read to kids
1: right you want a story give me a fun Kwanzaa story someone you should just write it
0: yeah maybe I should
1: Maybe I will.
0: <laughs> that'll be on another episode. Next year, that'll be my thing of the week. Oh, your my that you're my Kwanzaa book. Write.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll about see. the Kwanzaa kitty. We'll see you next week, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, ho, ho, ho.
0: <laughs> Kwanzaa kitty. He's Kwanzaa kitty. <laughs>